The following transmission is an utterly nonsense podcast exclusive presentation. Cue that motherfucking 8-bit intro. You stole my list, honestly. Yeah, uh, well, I was kind of undecided whether I would put, um, what do you call it, uh, where I would put, like, Wonder Woman or Justice League, whether, you know, Wonder Woman is better than League, but no. It, it can't be better than Justice League. I, I have to believe uh, that it's not better than the team-up movie, okay, but um, we'll discuss that. What? What's the matter? camera for John's just, like, shut off and came back on. Uh, don't worry about it. Okay, so I'm gonna well, go. I was the Flash. I ran away to get another <laughs> slice of pizza, ate it. Okay, and came back. for me, uh, Wonder Woman, Justice League, uh, Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman, and uh, sadly, Man of Steel is at the bottom for me. Okay. I, not, I, yeah, I think I touched. I mean, I respect you your wrong, opinion, even whatever. though you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, for the new episode of Utterly Nonsense. Okay, so uh, it's been, what, about two weeks since the last time we actually recorded one of these? Uh, I, m- I might be off on the time span a little bit. It feels like it's been a while. Yeah, I think it's been around two weeks. We uh, did a whole big Star Wars thing, mm-hmm. and those always get a little bit tiring because it's, there's always a debate, and it's always yeah. inevitably becomes about business. Mm-hmm. So guess what we're going to be talking about this time? More business, yeah. except not Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, just to go over Star Wars real quick, I actually ended up watch, re-watching uh, Last Jedi like right after we huh? did that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I will say, like Rose was my one big complaint with it, and she becomes much less irritating with subsequent watchings. And that's not to say she's not an irritating character. She still is, no matter what, but... Uh, you know, I I feel like I can ignore it a little more now. Like it doesn't really uh, kill it for me like it did the first time. Yeah, like specifically as a character, I didn't find her that annoying. Other than the line at the end, it was more just the whole situation that she got into with uh, Finn and all that felt out of place. But then again, I also thought that the whole ship chase scene that went throughout the whole movie was pretty boring too. So hmm. yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, you know, we're obviously not doing too much Star Wars stuff. Uh, we're here to talk yeah, DC. Yeah, that was, that was done to death. We're here to do some DC stuff, which another topic we've beaten to death, but uh, hopefully we can get a new angle out of it for tonight. Yeah, we're going to beat it a little bit more yep. with a bat this time. Mm-hmm. So, DC post-Justice League, which I, I don't want to say was a complete failure. It was just a disappointment. Right, I think is the most accurate term. Well, uh, so I mean, failure is the wrong word. It still made, it, it still made like a decent amount of money. It was just, it, uh, it, it was a lot like Solo, and that it just didn't meet their expectations. Um, and you know, fans were a little bit pissed off by the whole thing. Uh, it, yeah, it, it was, it was out of all the current five DC movies, the ones that have the shared universe, the lowest grossing in total, but. I think it still may have made a small profit, unlike Solo, which right. definitely 
well, lost money. Again, when you factor in uh, advertising, who can say? Uh, I, I mean, again, if you're just factoring in the budget of the film itself, uh, Solo did still turn a profit, as did Justice League. So, uh, you know, I, I, we, again, we covered that all last week, so I'm not going to go too deep into that. But, um, yeah. yeah. Well, this time, uh, for those watching, I did make another graphic with all of the uh, box office numbers for each of the movies, but I didn't go as much in depth to it this time because, honestly, last time, the numbers... You can't really get precise with that. There's just so many factors that could go into it and websites report different things. So I just went with really simple round numbers this time. Production cost flat and box office numbers. Right. Just put them there and that's it. I didn't do anything else. Just so you can see them, how they fluctuate. Uh, yeah, well said. Um, so where to start with this? Um, do we want to cover uh, Justice League specifically, or like what's worked about the DC universe so far? What hasn't worked? Um, I, I guess let's just dive into initial complaints. What's wrong with the DC universe? Well, what's well? How do how do you want to come at it? Like, what's wrong in our opinion, or what do we think is wrong from like a universe world building standpoint? Uh, I guess let's start with the universe world building since, uh, I think that's really, uh, like the, the Keith point we're trying to make here. Um, all right. So I, I would say they got Superman down. I thought fairly well mm. with man of steel debatable Batman. Everybody knows. So they didn't really have to do too much with him. Right. Wonder woman kind of shoehorned in to dawn of justice, but then she got her own movie. Mm -hmm. Now here's the problem. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to factor Suicide Squad into this because it doesn't really connect to the other movies too much. Well, I mean, they do but, reference that, you know, Superman notably died and that was the whole rationale for why they formed the Suicide yeah. Squad. Um, so, I, I mean, it's sort of dependent on the other films, but it doesn't have any sort of impact. Um, yeah, that, that's what I mean. It's not like wholly a result of right. what happens. Now, Justice League, on the other hand has three characters, I think. You have F Cyborg, Flash, and Aquaman, who just appear out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And their whole stories haven't really been built, aside from the few little security camera footage things in Dawn of Justice. And so, I, at least I thought that Justice League was kind of a whole collage of random thoughts spilled onto the screen. And it showed... Because not only did you have all these characters who were underdeveloped, but you had two different directors' visions and a studio's vision all mixed into one mess. Yeah. No. So we don't really know what kind of direction it's going to go. And is it still going to be serious? Is it going to be more Marvel-like? Right. I, I mean, so that's the other real complaint I've had. It doesn't seem like there's any sort of overarching vision for all of these movies. Um you know, there was, but with Zack Snyder well, gone, now there isn't. Th that's the thing. Snyder's impact was clear on Man of Steel, BVS, and Justice League to an extent. Mm -hmm. But um, with Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman, both did not really fit into that Snyder dynamic. Um, that's just another thing that's problematic from a world-building standpoint. Like, you want some consistency in, like, in this whole universe if you want it to feel like a cohesive narrative. Which, uh, right. yeah, so, I mean, Wonder Woman, by far the most critically well-received. Uh, fans, I think, had... Yes, it was. It, it, you know, like, I, I think fans, again, are pretty mixed on it. Um, a lot of people loved this movie. It was 
sort of seen as a female empowerment thing, you know, uh, first yeah, major well. female character to get her own movie. Um, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't factor in Supergirl and all the shit from the eighties, but, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I choose to ignore that, uh, era of DC, but, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, um, Oh boy. Yeah. Yes. Did you know, quick fact mm-hmm. that the, uh, some of the plot for Supergirl, I think specifically like the opening scene, uh, that was supposed to have been in Superman three. So, like Supergirl was supposed to have been in it as well as Brainiac, and they were supposed to be introduced, but yeah. the whole original story got taken apart. Right. You know, if they make another Man of Steel, or if they uh, do a lot more, a decent amount more with uh, Henry Cavill Superman, I'd love to see Brainiac. Like, how have we not seen like a feature film version of Brainiac yet? Like, we have, uh, I have no doubt in my mind that with modern CGI, you could easily make him look cool. You know. Um, oh yeah. The only issue with that would be if you made a Brainiac-centered film, mm-hmm. would it be too much like Man of Steel with the whole giant machine ships invading Earth type thing? Eh, maybe. Uh, then you, then again, you could always do like the uh, end of Justice League Season 1. Uh, you know, the whole uh, Lex Luthor teams up with Brainiac and, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, from uh, Justice League Unlimited? Yep. Wait, was it Unlimited or was it a original series? I thought it was original. It might be Unlimited. I, I think it's Unlimited. It's the uh, season finale of season one. Yeah. Okay. So that's I'm pretty sure. Fun. But uh, anyway, that was always pretty cool. And uh, yeah, yeah. In the, uh, I, I don't know. Brainiac was always one of the cooler Superman villains. You know, he just sort of seems mm-hmm. like he could actually fight Superman, and it could be a compelling fight. You know. Um, yeah, plus the whole him being responsible or not so responsible, but connected to the destruction of Krypton. Yeah. So, I mean, just to tackle Man of Steel real quick, since, uh, you know, I, I've touched upon it before. We made a uh, video way long time ago, just comparing all of the DC films, like right when uh, yeah. Justice League came out. Uh, we ranked them, didn't we? We did, we did. And Man of Steel was at the bottom for me. Um, I, You know, I, I I wouldn't say it's at the very bottom for me anymore. I think uh, that spot's pretty much reserved for Suicide Squad at this point. But um, <laughs> We can agree on that. Uh, so Man of Steel is, like, right above that for me. I still think BVS is better. I still think Justice League and Wonder Woman are better. But, um, again, there, there haven't been a lot of standout moments from the DCU so far, so it's not really, like, uh, uh, too dramatic of a gap between any of these. Um, yeah. So my, my list, uh, yeah. Sorry, my, yeah, I was go gonna ahead. say, uh, my list, I would keep the same except for uh, Wonder Woman. I would definitely put above Justice League. It took me only a couple weeks to decide that. Right. That uh, Wonder Woman is definitely better than Justice League. Yeah. Is uh, BVS still at the very top for you, or no? Man of Steel is at the top. Okay. Then BVS. Then Wonder only Woman. because I'm biased to. Uh, you know, my two favorite characters, Superman and Batman. It's the first time they're on the screen, so it's it's almost like I have to like it. Right. Like, when gr- the movie Green Lantern came out, I liked the character at the time, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I have to like this movie because there's nothing else. Yeah, which, admittedly, I think Green Lantern gets way more shit than it deserves. Uh, you know, I, I didn't hate Ryan Reynolds in it. Uh, I think the only real complaint no, people had good. were the uh, villain and just the use of CGI, but... um. Yeah. I don't know, it had potential to be decent. Uh, just another failed attempt with DC, I guess. Um, so my... It just makes me wonder, 
was the only reason he wasn't in Justice League because of that movie. Well, that's the thing. Like, what people don't realize is that was supposed to be the start of the DC Extended Universe, like the uh, Ryan Reynolds <laughs> yeah. Green Lantern film, but it just was so poorly received that they just knew they couldn't make a universe off of this. Yeah, kind of like the Tom Cruise mummy. Yeah. It, yeah, it's basically the exact same scenario, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Dark Universe tried to do the same thing and relaunched yeah. a couple years later. Um, <laughs> Without Tom Cruise? Well, I mean, Universal has all of those properties. It's not like they'll ever become like more or less timely. But um, Yeah. Yeah, so my big problem with Man of Steel, just to go over it really quick, um, they tried to make Superman into a Nolan character. They tried to make Superman into something he's not. And uh, there's nothing wrong with trying to give a character depth, but I don't know. It's not the Superman we know, you know? Yeah, well, I think they were trying to come at it from more of Superman's world that he doesn't know what to think because... Like, of course, the world we live in today, you never know what to think one day or the next, who's good, who's not, who's well-intentioned. And so he's trying to figure out, you know, should I be in the public light? Or what are these people going to do to me? What are they going to think? And then it's all about uh, something forces him to come into the public light, and he takes the leap of faith to uh, make himself known, and the people eventually accept him. And But I really think that dawn of justice kind of completes that story because it's the whole rounded thing of him becoming an icon and then you know of course somebody distrusting him and then the clash Mm -hmm. of can we trust this guy who has absolute power absolute power is always corrupted or it always corrupts rather right well so it's an interesting concept kind of handled a little shakily yeah that's another thing that was really the problem with dawn of justice um first of all it shouldn't have been billed as batman v superman you know i think that's yeah i did not like that and i i think that pissed a lot of people off i think that's part of why it got such a poor critical reaction um beyond that like First of all, uh, the Snyder Cut was far superior to me. I, I know you don't see a strong difference between them, but just the development of Lex Luthor, um, the actual plot details, I, I think it just flows way more cohesively as a narrative. And that should have been the cut that fans got in theaters, you know? Um, yeah, now I would tend to agree with that. If not just for the one scene, well, I guess it doesn't matter now, but the one scene where you see Luthor in the ship's chamber mm-hmm. and you can see Steppenwolf on a hologram, it's like, that's the whole thing that he's talking about at the end. Right. That makes that whole end scene make sense when he's saying, you know, the whoever is coming. Mm-hmm. And he's hungry. Yeah. Which, admittedly, I didn't mind Steppenwolf so much as, um, like, like at, at this point in the MCU, we got a lot of shitty villains. Um, and Steppenwolf wasn't meant to be the big bad. He was just meant to be an inciting force. You know, he was meant to be a teaser of what's to come. So, yeah, yeah, terrible villain, but I kind of get why they chose him as a villain, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah, obviously they wanted to build up to the big bad, but they just ran out of time, I guess. Yeah. Again, a lot of cool scenes in Justice League that just, you know, if they had spent like another year developing it, it probably would have been a really cool movie, like rivaling the Avengers good, you know? Um, Yeah, I did think it was weird that it came out the year after Dawn of Justice, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it it just felt rushed, you know. 
Uh-huh. Um, so they should have started with Dawn of Justice. I would have cut out the solo movies altogether. I mean, Wonder Woman's one thing since a lot of people don't know the origin, and it would have been. It is nice to see her like fully fleshed out as a character. Like you know, we've seen the Batman origin, we've seen the Superman origin, just done to death. Wonder Woman is, despite being one of the big three, does not have the same sort of commercial appeal as the others. You know, prior. Well, to the Superman film. origin we haven't had on film since 1976. Fair enough, but everyone knows about Krypton <clears throat> blowing up. You know, everyone knows about uh, Batman's parents getting shot in an alley. People don't know about Themyscira, <laughs> or they didn't prior to 2017. Um, yeah, but I think with Man of Steel, they definitely added a lot to it. Just all the uh, designs of the world. Mm-hmm. I, I th- they they based them a lot on. I think it was the Man of Steel comic series where they like did a retelling of his origin. There was a lot of all these new designs and it wasn't just an icy crystal world. Sure. Plus we got Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He did make a damn good Jarrell. Yeah, he did. Um, beyond that, I, I think Suicide Squad was just completely unnecessary. Like, again, it's not a movie I hate. I actually do think it's a fun movie. I think, uh, you know, first time through, I actually really enjoyed it. It uh, the editing mistakes didn't become like apparent to me until later on. The CGI was passable up until like the final climactic fight. Um, mm-hmm. But you really, it, it felt unnecessary this early on in the DCU. You know, it's basically their version of Guardians, or it's supposed to be, but it just didn't flow as well. And you, you'd think having all these well-known villains, they'd be able to make a more interesting story, but I don't know. Well, it just didn't stack up, I think, as well as people expected it to. Well known, I don't know. Besides Joker and Harley, well, Killer Croc. I, too uh, much about the others. I guess Diablo is not as well known, but um, I had no idea who that was. Yeah. Until I watched the movie. Uh, well, de- like where's again, he even Deadshot. from? Who, Killer Croc or D- Diablo? Um, Diablo. That's actually a good question. Uh, he might have been an original Suicide Squad character, not like in the movie, but in the comic. Yeah. Um, Funny thing was, I found him the most interesting in the whole movie. Yeah, I think he had probably the most development of any of them. Of course, uh, yeah. Harley Quinn inspired just a generation of girls to be, you know, dressed as Harley for Halloween that year. Yeah, like my sister. <laughs> and she wore the worst that. that worst possible Harley outfit. Well, funny thing, like my sister, you know, she's mentally, you know, I I don't want to say disabled, but that's technically the right term for it. Um, still dresses up like Harley Quinn all the time. Uh, just still obsessed with that movie, and I don't get why. Um, I don't know. But, I um, knew someone who used to like it a lot, too. Yeah. And I don't know why. She's like, oh, I love the Joker and Harley's relationship. I'm like, what? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Again, sl- and... Hit her across the face a few times. Wake up. <laughs> Wake up. This is not okay. So, um... Abuse is not all right. I, I do want to save this for a future episode, but just to tackle it quickly, there are a bunch of, like, joker spinoff and solo films uh one with joaquin phoenix as the joker um are you serious yeah and again we'll cover this in a later episode because i do have a theory based off of all this that i think will play pretty well but uh wasn't the joaquin phoenix one just a rumor no it's it's going into production in a couple months so it's definitely you gotta be we'll we'll get to it it's not connected as of right now it's not connected to the dc extended universe so uh, oh my god we'll we'll yeah we'll bring that up in a later episode but um (laughs) So what can the DCU do to expand from this point? Like, uh, what? Uh, just to go over it quickly, what do you think is the right direction for them? <sighs> That's a tough one, considering it's like... 
probably the only thing I could say is to do what they're gonna do, which is to make a few solo movies, and then if they do well, regroup and make an actual Justice League movie with some of the newer characters, I suppose. Sure. Because right now, what do we got coming? Aqu- There's an Aquaman movie, Aquaman right? in November, uh, Shazam sometime next year. Shazam next year. Uh, Wonder Woman 2 or Wonder Woman 84, I guess, is the uh, running yeah, so title Yeah, so we got right three. Now. Three already that we know uh, Flashpoint, uh, was, Flashpoint was announced, and they've already gotten... Like, I think it's on its fourth round of directors already, so I, <clears throat> I'm not sure how likely it is that that's actually going to come out anytime soon, but... uh. That could function as a soft reboot for the DCU. Um, I yeah, I think shocked. that's their backup plan. I, I'm guessing that's their idea if uh, nothing pans out prior to now. But um, th- that wouldn't solve all their problems. Like, it wouldn't help with some of the casting mistakes. It wouldn't help with, uh, well, I, I don't know. I, it, there's enough issues that just couldn't be addressed by him going back in time and trying to fix everything. Uh, yeah. Um, what about Suicide Squad 2? Is that still in the works? Yeah, that that's being fast-tracked. Uh, I, I think it's a while away from development. I think uh, they have it set to start filming next summer. So it, it, it's ways away, but it's still happening. As is the... What uh, I heard about that... Yeah. Huh? Uh, well, I was going to say the Birds of Prey film is also uh, rumored to be coming soon. But uh, I don't know how long... Or, or I think that's going to be like 2021 or something. So that's years away, too. Birds of Prey or Batgirl? No, Birds of Prey, because Batgirl got canned, like, beginning of this year. Like, Joss Whedon stepped away from it. Hmm. But, um, no, Birds of Prey is the, like, you're probably familiar. It's the whole, like, uh, bunch of female yeah. supervillains from the Batman lore, uh, Harley, Catwoman, Poison Ivy, um, I don't know. No, no, it's... no, that, this is gonna be Gotham City Sirens. I, I th- that was another idea I saw. I, being no, I'm pretty around. sure. Uh, whatever. I don't know. I've heard a few conflicting reports of the whole thing. Like we really don't know too much yet. Just that you know, Margot Robbie's producing the thing, and uh, it's really her project. Because hmm. um, Birds of Prey are traditionally well, it always I think included Black Canary okay. and maybe Huntress and or Catwoman or Batgirl. Yeah, usually that group. Right. But yeah, I have no idea what they do with a movie. Again, these things are like less popular titles that they're taking a gamble with. They already do with Suicide Squad, and I don't know. They made money on it, and some people like it apparently. Well, again, it turned it's just so bad, man. It, it turned a pretty good profit. Like it, it's dead center, third highest grossing movie of the DCU, and it had well, like one of the lowest budgets of any of them. So I, I don't know. It's I, I can sort of see why Suicide Squad had its success. Like I get it, you know. Um, so what can the DCU do to expand from this point? Um, so I, I, what have we've seen of Shazam so far, just uh, the initial teaser images and stuff, looks pretty promising. Yeah. Um, it seems like no, they are looks, trying to... It looks better to than a, I thought so far. Yeah. Well, it seems like they're trying to go in a lighter direction with it, or at least uh, David Sanborn, is that the guy's name, the director? Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, it looks like he's trying to go for more, uh, not necessarily Marvel direction, but a more family-oriented direction, a more uh, lighter, uh, family-friendly. Yeah, family-friendly is probably the best term. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact that they cast Zach Levi as Shazam kind of implies that they want a more comedic presence. Um, the fact that his most well-known role is for being this uh, nerd-turned-action-hero. Uh, Shuck. Like, you can sort of see why they cast him in this sort of role. Um but, you know, I, I, I'm i kind of anxious to see what they do with this, because here's what I'm thinking, right? Like, 
Shazam's not he he doesn't stack up to like Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman as being one of the more well known DC characters. You know, of course, people yeah, know not, the name Shazam, people know Captain Marvel, but uh, he, he's lesser known in the grand scheme of things. So what I would say is, DC should try to focus on these lesser known characters. Like, you've got such a loyal fan base with DC fans. Uh, you could make some really interesting stories around these lesser known characters. You could easily sell some more seats. You could develop an entirely separate cinematic universe, like, completely different from what Marvel's doing, and people would watch it yeah you see the thing is they could but warner brothers constantly finds a way to screw all these things up Hmm. like one way or another they find a way to do something differently than what people wanted or they'll make you think it's good but then mess things up somehow and they constantly piss people off right and then when there's the backlash then they say okay uh director we need to change this and director says but I've already done all this work on it. I can't change it at this point. And they said, all right, uh, you're out. We'll get someone else. Right. Well, I mean, again, if you're complaining about BVS being the sort of uh, first major creative speed bump between, like, Warner Brothers and their creative team. I want um, more thinking Justice League. Well, just, again, I, I was going to say uh, Dawn of Justice had its problems. It had its great moments. But just from a narrative standpoint, it just didn't flow too well. And Justice League suffered from a lot mm. of the same problems. Um, yeah, where where it differs from Avengers, if that's the comparison you want to make, um, each pretty much all of the main characters in Avengers sort of had this backstory developed, and uh, their entry into this film felt more organic. Uh, like the fact that you had Thor come out a couple years earlier, and you sort of had the villain foreshadowed that early on, um, which BVS tried to do. Like, let's give it credit for that. Um, that was an interesting step. That's a great world world building move. Like, um, yeah, definitely. So, when it comes down to it, DC just has to have more foresight. They can't just uh, chuck out a bunch of films and expect people to keep watching them. Maybe, maybe the problem is, and maybe this is what they need to do, is that they don't have one person overseeing all of what's going on. Like Marvel has Kevin Feige. The whole cinematic universe has been under his watch. But I don't know that DC has a person like that. And I think maybe that's why Jeff Johns yeah, I uh, mean, is retiring from comics now. So he could well, be the well, he's not Kevin Feige of DC. So, I mean, he's not like fully retiring from uh, comics. Like he's stepping into a, like he's still going to be writing and stuff. He's just not the very head okay. chief creative officer of DC anymore. Um, like I, I know he's get, going more into film roles. He's going to be guiding DC more on a uh, producer level than like like he was more of an overseer. He was more the Kevin Feige of the universe at that point. So it, it is co- sort of interesting that he's stepping into a more uh, direct role, I guess. Um, well, not even more direct. It just seems different. Like it, it seems like he mm. it won't change most of the impact he's had on it. Like it seems like he'll have as much power in shaping the DCU as he ever did. But I think he's going to be focusing more on that rather than his uh, comic career. Um, yeah, I'm anxious to see what he does with it. Because, like, realistically, Jeff Johns is one of the greatest comic book writers still, like, writing today. If anyone could make the DCU a compelling story, it's him. Hopefully. Yeah. He's, he's got all these pieces to pick up and yep. try to put something together. <sighs> okay. But yeah, they got a lot of movies rolling around. Yeah. I don't know how... I don't know, like, what direction can they take it logically for if they ever do another Justice League? 
Well, I mean, again, not to compare it to Marvel, but that's sort of what they were trying to do with the first phase, like all the movies up until Justice League. Um, you, you know, eventually they're going to have to introduce their big bad. Eventually they're going to have to do their own version of Infinity War. And, you know, that that that's going to be something that's going to take time. That's going to be something that they can't expect to happen overnight, you know? Um, I feel like they kind of wanted it to, but then... They stepped on the brakes really hard mm-hmm. because you were supposed to see a glimpse of Dark Side, right? In Snyder's original cut or his script. Yeah. Well, um, so that's the thing. I mean, they should have started foreshadowing Dark Side at this point. Like th- that would have been a great post-credit scene for Justice League. Um, just to have. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which again, e- even that'd that. be sort of mirroring Marvel. Which I get why they don't want to draw too many comparisons, but at this point, like they should follow the Marvel model to some extent you know they should uh learn from what they've done right learn from what they've done wrong um another thing dc hasn't done really uh aside from zod and that's sort of an arguable example there really hasn't been a great dc villain yet on screen yeah that's one of the reasons why i don't put one woman above the other two because oh, aries was terrible like, it, it was pretty good but then yeah then it has the same problem as dawn of justice at the end and that's that's the thing about Dawn of Justice 2. I like the movie up until the end when they ruin it with another generic CGI battle. Right. Well, another so another uh, potential world building spot. End of Justice League, just to go with the post credit stuff. Um, the whole meeting beho- between uh, Deathstroke and Lex Luthor. You know, the foundations of the Injustice League. Um, between mm. that and the fact that they've already sort of made Suicide Squad, they're making a Suicide Squad 2 or a bunch of just uh, villain-related things, that could be an interesting direction, like the foundations of the Injustice League. You know, you never really see things from the villain's perspective, except for, of course, Infinity War. Um, right. So that might be an interesting way for them to take it, you know, um, just sort of uh, showing each of these villains how they became villains, uh you know, it, it sh- like they could still uh, brand them as like the superheroes movie, but then sort of show more of the villain's perspective and sort of just show like uh, eventually have either an Injustice League movie or a uh, Justice League two that sort of focuses on that dynamic. Legion of Doom, yeah, if that's what you want to call it. I mean, why I, do I, I feel like I've read that they were going to make a Legion of Doom movie too? I, I don't know. Like at, at this point, DC's announced everything. so many projects that they're just never going to make that I wouldn't be shocked if they announced that at some point. But uh, like when they announced New Gods, directed by whoever did uh, uh Ava DuVernay. What was it called? Yeah, uh, Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, right, right, Wrinkle in Time because they were expecting it to be a big hit and then it wasn't. <laughs> and then I guess no. they went, "Oops, thing bombed," and. I, I don't know like Ava DuVernay she's the ultimate like SJW director you know um, that is so encouraging yeah uh, I don't know There's... even Oprah couldn't save that movie <laughs> Oprah well to be fair Oprah's a pretty lousy actress um, it, 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 it's not exactly like I mean you could say she has star power but um, I, I don't know wait a minute wasn't uh, wasn't Chris Pine in that movie too yeah, he was the, the he was the little black girl's dad for some reason. <laughs> yeah, what was up with that? I, uh, like I, I saw it and I was like, wait, what? I I don't know. It's I don't know. It's like trying to understand why they cast uh, Michael B. Jordan to be uh, Susan Storm's brother in a uh, Fantastic Four. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Just on 
base logic, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay. Get back in DC, Steve Trevor. Yeah. Or get back on the Enterprise. Pick one. Yeah. yeah. Are they doing another Star Trek or what? Uh, interestingly enough, and th- this should be a footnote just because we're about to, like, we're already past the 30-minute mark, but uh, I-, I-, I do think uh, we've covered most of our main points at this point. So, uh, so a couple years back, uh, Quentin Tarantino actually announced that he was writing a script for uh, Star Trek. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember um, that. So apparently the cast is all on board for it, and that could potentially be the next uh, Star Trek release. Yeah, except for Anton Yelchin, because he died. Yeah. Yeah. Which sucks. I don't know. I, did you hear how he died? How did he die? Eh, how did he die? Uh, so he got home, I think it was, or he, w- he went out of his house to get the mail, and the last time he parked his car, I th- he forgot to engage the brake. I guess it was a manual. Mm-hmm. So when he wasn't looking, the car rolled down the driveway and just like crushed him up against the pole. Well, that fucking sucks. It, it really does. Like that's unimaginable. Like honestly, it's it's just almost a comical way to die. That's just terrible. Um, Comically tragic. Yeah, exactly. It's like something out of Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not exactly, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Sing something. Tarantino. Yeah. So you know, Tarantino is by far my favorite director. Um, one of the best, just creative people in Hollywood right now. So like, really, no matter what he does, it's gonna be cool. Um, whether right or not, now and for a while. Yeah, I mean, like, he's been around. Yeah, I mean, he's been around since uh, Reservoir Dogs was ninety two. So since then. Huh. Um. So you know, his next film's coming out uh, twenty nineteen, end of twenty nineteen. Uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Um, the whole Charles Manson thing, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, oh, which, okay. you know, already looks cool. I know they're in production for it right now. Um, I'm just anxious for that because, again, he has not made a bad film, you know. Uh, yeah. But uh, whether or not Star Trek is going to be his 10th, uh, I doubt it. I, I think he's just going to contribute to the script and probably act as a producer. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be opposed to him directing it either. Um, I, I don't know. We're not doing a whole in-depth Star Trek thing here, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. We'll see where Star Trek goes because I like Star Trek. Yeah. I don't really like Discovery. I don't like it. No, most people seem to be pretty lukewarm to it. Um, again, when's the Orville come back? <laughs> uh, September apparently. Like, follow Seth MacFarlane on Twitter. He posts a bunch of shit about it. Um. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. That's all I have to say. Um, do you have any closing thoughts, or? Yeah, well, I just wanted to round this out, put it in a bow by going quickly over all the user scores from each of the aggregate review websites. So I'll just say overall, out of all of them, Suicide Squad had the lowest user scores, and One Woman had the highest, followed by, I think, Man of Steel, then... Dawn of Justice, then Justice League. Right. Okay. No, no, no. Justice League has higher than Dawn of Justice, actually. Yeah. So I'm that's pretty much right where I figured, based on what I've seen people commenting all over the place, what I figured would be the uh, order there. Right. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't have too much to say. I think we uh, covered it all pretty well. Ah, uh, I... Um, I asked Mike what he thought, and he said that he doesn't think 
DC will really attempt to focus on a shared universe. He thinks they'll just do individual movies, kind of like the, uh, you know, the DC animated originals. Sure. Which I, I could see that 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 actually might have been okay if like, they did that. Yeah, I mean that might make more sense to do going forward. But uh, you know, I, like they've spent so much time. They've spent five movies trying to world build. I don't, I don't think they're just going to straight up abandon it. Um, yeah, you know, and, and as far as audience goes and earnings, none of the movies have been too much of a disaster. So yeah. I think they'll probably still try to roll with it. Right. Yeah, I mean, can it be saved? That's the big question. Yeah. Can they make it great? Make DC great again. Okay, from all of us here at Utterly Nonsense, first of all, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, wherever you follow your podcasts and other social media stuff. Uh, We do record this uh, primarily to YouTube, but we are also available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and probably eventually Spotify if that ever actually comes back to us. Uh, I think we have to pay to get on there, so uh, uh, watch our stuff. We'll figure it out. Uh, and we may feel inclined to expand our universe. Oh, I see what you did there. I'm oh, CJ yeah. DeLeo, alongside John KX, and this is Utterly Nonsense. Apic music, play us out. Farewell, friends. Live long and prosper.